Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're live in the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Home is so much more than a house. The home of your dreams. And for 30 years, they've been making a better Rocket Mortgage. Push button and get mortgage. Our toll-free line, 855-212-4CBS. Brought to you by Geico. Great news. You can save a bunch of money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Carver, hi, did you... Uh, get a lot of snow in Long Island today. What was the deal? Because we didn't get any. Didn't see a flake till about four, four, four thirty. So that was a. You didn't even get two inches. I didn't get a inch. I didn't Not get even anything. Mafia. There was nothing really at the end of the day. I mean, in the morning it was bad. We got like an inch, inch and a half, and then it just all melted, and then there was nothing. Yeah, we probably got a couple inches by the end of it. It really got heavy between like twelve thirty and three. But right after that, it switched to, you know, the wintry mix rain type stuff. So it just became slush. So what became, you know, what three or four inches became one and a half inches when it was just all padded down. So it was no big deal. No, it all got cleared away long before we had to come to work. There you go. They were telling us, you know, the problem with uh, living here is is that, the uh, you know, the TV weatherman, uh, basically every single time it's going to snow, he turns it into a, a cataclysmic, uh, that's not a word, uh, event. Right. I mean, it's just the so end of the world. With... It's the end of the world. Every storm is the end of the world. We're all going to die. Hide your children. Get food. Go to the grocery store. Clear the shelves out. Uh, you know, get your generator ready because the world's ending. Every single time there's a snow coming, they, that's what they do to us. Well, they got it so wrong like nine years ago, Sandy, that ever since they're just like, oh, we're going to overestimate everything. That way they're too prepared, and then they can't get mad at us that we told them it was going to be nothing. And the problem for us, too, is they had like that winter storm warning. Like we were right on the edge of the warning. Like literally went down that one road at 17 there. So we were in it, but we we're really on the fringe of it. So it's like if they we got anything, it's going to be a little. a state of emergency. Right, the schools were closed everywhere in our county. And there was not even one inch. Yeah. Empathetic. Honestly, it's pathetic. The world's ending every time it rains or snows around here that we should all kill ourselves. Oh, my God, they're so awful. And they pay them tons of money to do the weather. They all suck. I mean, get it right, dude. Like, do something. At least, you know, don't lie to us. <laughs> and then, and how about they cram the guy down your throat all day, too? He's on, like, every 10 minutes. They do the weather every 10 minutes. Like, literally, the weatherman's on more than the news. So I had footage. I have. I actually have footage of that London shooting. Can you believe it? How about this? My, you know, uh, car bomb was at my house for the uh, for the holidays. He came in from London, right? So his roommate was literally, I kid you not, on the bridge in his car when it happened. Literally eye to eye, right next to the event as it happened when they had the guy on the ground. And so he filmed the entire thing in his car with his phone. He rolled down the window, opened up the window, filmed it. And has the entire thing happen, including the cops just shooting this guy dead. And he sent me, I have the footage, I'll show it to you. I have it on my phone, this guy actually just getting lit up with rounds. It's awesome. Everybody's telling me I should, you know, sell it to the networks or whatever. Because you notice they never showed that. 
They just showed it right before they shot him. They stopped it, right? All of them. I have the actual guy getting filled up with bullets. It's just awesome. I love that stuff. I can't get enough of it. I have it on my phone. It's one of my great videos now, forever, future reference. I'll just always have the, you know, the, what do you call him, a terrorist? Is that what he was? Some lunatic? He's stabbing people on the London Bridge, and then they just shot him dead. And then uh, your boy, um, High Heat, told me that uh, they have a name for that. He actually told me, uh, I, he, I reached out to I sent him the video of the guy getting lit up. And he, he sent me something, and I can't find it, obviously. But it was, oh, here it is. Uh, he told me there's a name for that. DRT, dead right there. They just do him right there. That's the plan. You got some lunatic on the run, they shoot him dead. Right there. Dead right there. I love that. I enjoyed it. So anyway, any other grim news you want to get out? Nothing? We're good? We don't. We hate the weatherman, and we've had terrorist attacks again. And then didn't, like, the same day later in London, somewhere else, some other lunatic? Well, it wasn't in London. It was someone else in Europe. Yeah, the same day. Some other spots, guy yeah. went crazy. God, it just never ends, does it? But there's a big difference when, you know, you have those versus you have them here. When you have those, it's someone's wielding a machete or something like that. They get a couple people, and then they're shot dead here. They kill 20 before they get anything happening to them. Yeah. Because, you know, when you can just buy a semi-automatic and start popping off rounds in Walmart, it's a little easier to get yeah, off. Yeah, it's easier in America to get guns. Robert in Maryland, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, welcome back, Scotty. I'll hey. take my usual yingling, if I may. Get him a yingling. It's funny. Uh, they were at my house on Thanksgiving. They were drinking yinglings. I saw the uh, my boy Uncle Huey busted out a, a case of yinglings, and, the, and Carbomb and him were going toe-to-toe with the beers, the yinglings, all day long. They drank the whole case. Yeah, it's a good Pennsylvania beer. Right. Hey, another uh, nice win by the Ravens. They beat another one of the uh, better teams in the NFL. Uh, the impressive thing about Lamar yesterday was at the end of the game, they got the ball back with six and a half minutes, and he chewed up that entire clock with a 12-play, 34-yard drive. I've never even heard of a 12-play, 34-yard drive. And, of course, Tucker came through as usual. Uh, glad that your uh, Steelers finally buried those Browns and all their fans. And I'm curious, uh, Carver's high uh, uh, confidence level, this should be a good game with the Bills. they got a good run defense. And they got a mobile quarterback. What say you on that one? Well, he already said that he doesn't think they'll uh, beat the Ravens. Look, can they win the game? Of course they can. Anybody can win any week. Um, I just want them to be in the game. I want to have a chance to win that game in the fourth quarter. The Ravens are better than the Bills. Um, I think that one of these weeks. Barely. One I, of these I'm not weeks, giving them all this credit like they're unbeatable. That team almost lost yesterday, so almost doesn't count. I right. get it, but they could be beaten. Like I said, if if San Francisco plays them in Miami in the Super Bowl, I'll bet on the Niners. I, I just think that one of these weeks, somebody is going to slow them down, whether it's for one week or whatever it is. And who knows? It could be my D this week. You never know what could happen. So I want to see somebody slow them down. That team's uh, really good, the Bills. And they uh, not only do they and he's playing well. Not only do they stop well the ball, but they they run the ball well and they pass the ball pretty well too. Oh, this is going to be and a the quarterback really can good run physical so. game this week. I'm excited for it. I, I think, think the Ravens are sleeping game. going in there because they that they're coming off a huge game and now they got to go play the Bills in Buffalo. Now I think they understand the Bills are tough. I don't think John Harbaugh is stupid. They understand it's a tough game. But I don't think they're actually going into it thinking that they could lose. They just think they're going to win every game. 
and they think this is going to be another easy game for Which them. Which is what they've been doing every week. Well, that's I their mean, problem. They, that's the big problem going in there. Well, I hope that they are, I hope they are thinking that this Sunday when they walk into Buffalo. Well, that's exactly yeah, what they're thinking. So. And you know it because they think no one's stopping them. They already had Thomas come out and say they're going to win the Super Bowl. Well, Thomas is the guy that's got to relax uh, if I was them. If, if you know just in terms of the talking already because I saw what he said before the game this week that when we're in the Super Bowl and we're playing whoever we I feel we sorry play, for anyone that we play. You know, listen, I, I get that the Patriots and Tom Brady maybe doesn't look as, as great as he has in the past and that they got whacked by the Ravens. Let's face it, they got whacked last night. I know it looked close at the they end. They got whacked. They got whacked. So they've been whacked by two of the better teams in the AFC, and now they're going to play the Chiefs this week at home. This one's in Foxborough. They might very well lose the AFC East. You don't talk like that and put the bulletin board stuff up before you have them out the door and gone. You know, because you're gonna have to play them again. All right, unless somebody else picks them off before you, you're gonna have to and play you're them again. And you're gonna have to play them in July. Well, maybe not now. See, that's what them losing. You know, last night. You see, the Ravens now they have the same record and they've beaten them heads up. So the Ravens control it now that they can play that game in Baltimore in January, which would be huge for them. It would be huge. Why? What? I mean, but what about the Texans? If the Texans play them, they'd have to play them in Gillette. Right. If the Texans, oh, if Texans play them, it'll be in Gillette. But right. I'm so saying the Ravens the, right but now. But in the playoff picture. Well, the Texans, I believe, have eight wins, right? The Texans at eight and four now. Is that what they are? Eight and four. So they're two games back of the Ravens. They'd have and to the play Pats. them there. Uh, and yes. they will lose to them there. I think that they would lose in in Foxborough. Yeah. And the Chiefs, uh, well, they well, would. The Chiefs have, aren't out of this yet either. I mean, the Chiefs who, aren't, aren't who out of this yet either. Who would the Chiefs play? They'd play like the Steelers. And well, who, r- well, right now, who would today, the Bills play if they made it today? I, I believe right now the Bills would play the Chiefs or the Texans. Whoever is the actually, they would play the Chiefs because the Texans beat the it's Chiefs the, it, straight up. It's the four five. Yes, the Bills are the five. Right? Okay, you play the Chiefs at uh, at Arrowhead, which you know. Because they won the division. Well, yeah, those they're one of the four okay, divisions. So winners. if you, that's amazing. So if if let's say you're ten and two, they're ten and two, you're nine and three, you still play them one game, right? We still play the Patriots, yes, but we it's, have to next week. Uh, two weeks. Right. So not this week. Next week. Week sixteen, the second to last game. Uh, right. So yeah. next week. This is the Ravens, this is Steelers, week. and then the Pats. So this is week 14. Next week's 15. Play them 16. 16, which is... In Foxborough. Is that the last game of the year? Second to last game of the year. All right, so it goes 17 weeks. That's week but, 16. But they have to finish ahead of them. If they're tied with them, the Patriots win the win the division. So no, they would have to be... No matter what? No matter what. Why? Just, just the way the tiebreakers work out, even if they beat them in Foxborough. They lost, they, to them, they lost to them at Orchard Park. Right, but even if they beat them in Foxborough, if the Bills and the Patriots end with the same exact record... Why is that? It's the way the AFC... Comment, whatever it is, the AFC record, whatever the deal is, that I read it They're all both today. 6-2 in the conference. I read all about it today. It's, that's Right now, the Patriots hold the uh, lead in the division. They're four and zero. I understand that, but if they beat them, they both would go one and one against each other. They would need the Patriots to lose to Miami. That makes no sense to me. I I read the guy explained it perfectly. I'll I'll bring it back up. If they finish tied, the Patriots get it. So the Bills have to finish a whole game ahead of them. I just don't with the schedule the Bills have. The Patriots have an easy schedule. Right. The Bills play the Ravens. They play the Steelers. They play the Patriots, and then the Jets. You know. They're not going to go 4-0. They're just not. Right. 
But they did move that Steeler game to Sunday Night Football in a couple weeks. How about that? That's great. Little Bills Steelers on a Sunday night in uh, Hines in Pittsburgh. The Bills are better than the Steelers. They are, but that's a tricky game. Pittsburgh has played so tough. Their defense is as good as the Bills. No question. So that's the kind of game. That's the kind of game, though, that could be you know a 13-10 rock fight. Those two great defenses. That's what that game could be. Like a crack rock fight. Exactly. All right. I think that'll be a great game. That was the right move by them, putting that game at night. That should be fun. That should be fun for sure. And now in the NFC, it's the Saints uh, with the number one seed. The Seahawks, the two. Packers, three. Cowboys, four. That's embarrassing that someone has to go play in Dallas with that crappy well, team. We've seen this in the past, uh, in the in the past 10, 15 years. That guy's years. Occasionally as good as you dead. Get a bad... Garrett. Yeah, he's, he's, he's in trouble. And then the Niners at 10 and 2 would be the 5 as a wild card. Can you believe that? And the Vikings 6. Now they're 8 and 4. Rams are 7 and 5. If the Rams upset the um Seattle on Sunday night football this week, isn't that the game? Yes, Rams are home against Seattle on Sunday night. All the all this Seattle all they do is win. They won tonight. They get it done always. Now do they go stub a toe in Los Angeles because the Rams looked pretty good yesterday? Can they pull off the upset and win and that game? And with the Vikings and losing, catch the Vikings. Vikings losing tonight gets them back in the mix now. They're but they play the back. Lions at home. They play the Lions and the Chargers the next two weeks, which is automatic. Both. Wins. I don't know what the Charger one is. We saw Green Bay go out there. It, it, that's a tricky the game. The Lions played the Bears better than the Chargers played the Broncos. I, I understand that. But, look, the Chargers, they suck. They're, they've lost all these games they by, it in. by less than seven points. I get it. That will be a tricky game for Minnesota going out to L.A. That'll be a tricky game. I'm not saying they're going to lose it, but all these Charger games, they lose them all, but they're all down to the last play. They lose every one of them, but they're all down to the last play. Yeah, they're not having a, a very good uh, run of things with luck these days. And uh, I think Rivers looks shot. Like he looks like uh, – he started to look like uh, Peyton Manning at the end when he started throwing ducks. Have you noticed that? He looks terrible. And he's got the mood, the chip on his shoulder now. He's blaming his teammates, screaming at everybody. Have you seen that? 855-212-4CBS. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench. How about that? Full signs a four-year, $88 million deal, $50 million guaranteed, and they benched his ass after, what, a game or two? And they're going right back to the Minshew mania. What do you think of that? I mean, my God. Foles has to be tripping. Not really with all that money. A lot of money that they're wasting there. $50 million to stand on the sideline. And it's not a good – it's not a situation where – they can just, you know, whack them in the offseason. They would take an enormous cap hit if they, because it's a lot of guaranteed money. So I don't know what their plans are here, but how can you play? The, him? I don't know. How, how can you play the one guy and, and all the games he was out, and the guy got that popular? Then he comes back. They put him right back in his spot because he's the money man, and he can't get it done. So they go back to the kid. How do you? How do you handle that going forward? You have to. Uh, you just absolutely cannot go back to this guy that everyone wants Minshew playing. The fans, everyone, the media, everyone wants Minshew. No one wants Falls. They're screwed. You it, can't. It's a tough spot. Uh, to be fair, has he gotten to really uh, play? You know, he got hurt in the first half of the first game of the year. Okay, was out for whatever it was, ten weeks, whatever he missed. Comes back for a game and, and a half. With the team that, you so know. Do you think they just think he's not right? 
No, I, I think that they're uh, that he's kind of getting jobbed here is what I think. The team sucks. The offensive line sucks. Whatever though, the kid comes in and he's you know he's slinging it when they're down thirty. So um, you know, sure, whatever they want to do. Uh, Nick Foles is a better player than Gardner Minshew. Yeah. Okay, he is, and that's that's a fact. But uh, they're such a lousy organization that they're willing to go with this kid. And they're showing that by the way they're handling this. I mean, it was fun watching Gardner play. We've been big fans of him because of you know how much we love Leach and all the time watching him at Washington right. State last year. The kid was exciting, made a name for himself when Foles was out. But you're paying him all this money. The team's out of the playoffs. If you want to bring him in yesterday, say, you know what? We're getting our ass kicked, looking for a spark, and you know what? We're going to protect Nick because he's had his health issues. We don't want him getting banged up in the game that we're but not going to win. But you don't let him play again. You're 4-8. and eight. You're not making the playoffs. So it's not like, okay, this guy's playing bad. Let's throw the kid in and see if we can recapture some of the magic and make the postseason. All you're doing now is screwing over the big free agent they just paid all this money to and make it nearly impossible to play him again. How you playing? How you start him next year right. when you just benched him for this kid? Yeah, Joe in Miami, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Bro, how's it going, boss? Hey, dude. Hey, you think it's weak that they closed down schools and called a state of emergency up there for one inch of snow? How about Broward County calling a state of emergency just because there's weather in the high 40s? That's weak. <laughs> that is really bad. I got to give you that one. <laughs> Hey, I remember you fondly from your time down here on right. the 60 QAM. You right. had a show right after uh, Uncle Neil, Neil Rogers. God bless us right. all. And you guys always had witty repartee in between your shows. I really love that. I loved uh, I loved him, and I loved it there. And I still like being on that station. Uh, or, you know, I think they moved me now. I, I can't keep track of all their, all their maneuvers, but hey, I always loved I'm, being on QAM. It was great. I'm down here, and I can't keep track. But, hey, what I really wanted to call you about is uh, how about my damn Dolphins? Can't even get tanking right on the only day of the season where the Bengals and the Redskins both win and it was in a perfect day to lose. Today is the day to decide to bust out the trick. Uh, yesterday was the day they decided to bust out the trick plays and win the game. I actually, no you know, winning. I, I got to tell you, I don't care about any of that stupid nonsense. First of all, tank for two. The guy broke his leg, his hip. He's worthless now to me. I, I don't think he's a uh, first-round draft pick at all anymore, in my view. I wouldn't draft him if you paid me. Uh, if you can get your hands on Joe Burrow, that might be exciting. But uh, I don't think there's any reason whatsoever for the Dolphins to tank. They have played great football, if you ask me. Frankly, over over the six weeks, you know, you go back a month and a half, they've been pretty tough to deal with every Sunday. As a fan, and I've lived there a long time, and I go to Dolphin games, I'm a Steeler fan, but I've always, like, had a little place in my heart for the Dolphins living down there. I have to be honest. Uh, if, if I go to Dolphin games, I don't want to see them just roll over, bend over, and bark and call Charlie out. I want to see him win games. And I want my quarterback. That guy, Fitzpatrick, has played his ass off for them. And the bottom line is they should just give him a deal, and he should be their quarterback moving forward because they've been very exciting to watch play football. Tanking is stupid. And I think Brian Flores has done a great job in Miami. He's done an excellent job. Those guys play for him. And listen, uh, you could talk about that trick play, whatever that was. That was awesome. That, they won that game because of more than a trick play. They beat the Eagles' ass Fair and square. All over the field. Devontae Parker was eating them alive right. all over the place. That team, the last, what, five, six, seven weeks, they have been in every game. They have played hard. Give that guy a ton of credit because when they got absolutely smashed 
those first two or three weeks. Remember when they lost to the, when they lose week one of the Ravens, like fifty six to ten. Right. The Patriots beat them, you know, thirty eight nothing. You thought that this was going to go on all year. They re, they they're regroup. still going to get a top five pick. They are going to, but you're right. And who a, cares and about, a Steeler pick. Who cares about the tanking? This is all a crapshoot anyway. Okay, look at all these quarterbacks. You have no idea. The guy who's remember two years ago, the the five guys got picked. Who's been the best one so far? The guy who was picked fifth, Lamar Jackson, went in right. the twenties. He's been better than all the guys that went in the top ten, and the second best is the guy who went third, Josh Allen. So, I mean, you don't know. You have no just, idea. Just because you have the first overall pick, doesn't guarantee you anything. Nothing. You'll pick in the top five. You know what? You know who might be the best player to take? The kid at Ohio State who's just ripping people's heads Fields. off. Now that guy's a game changer. That's a guy, you know. Uh, and that running back of theirs is and, a badass. And that, might be, that might be more of a sure thing than some of these quarterbacks that are going to be out next yeah, year. Yeah, there's no doubt. Uh, Buzz in Buffalo on 1270. Pharrell, thank you for taking my call. Hey. Hey, um, I want to, you know, real quick comment on the last caller. And uh, Chase Young is probably the you know, from Ohio State, that's your that's your best player that I've seen in college football. And I don't watch a ton of college, but that's that, I'll pass on all the quarterbacks. Chase Young is uh, yeah. I won't I, I won't deny the guy is a great player, and they got uh, like literally the whole team's an NFL team. They're, they're like yeah. every starter's going to the NFL. Well, you know, I mean, the Bills. Took, you know, in 1985, the Bills took Bruce Smith over Doug Flutie. You know, like, uh, and he was, you know, so anyway. Well, Doug Smith, listen, Bruce Smith, Bruce Smith had a way better career than Doug Flutie. Well, well, I know. I'm saying that's what, but not in college. Right. No one ever heard of Bruce Smith. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. So, listen, it wasn't a, that was a great, great pick. Yeah. Bill Polian. Yeah. Yeah. He was great when he was young. Yeah. Oh, Bruce Smith is, he was a terror. But let, let me talk about the current Bills. So, what, what we got here is, you know, Baltimore coming in after a tough game, uh, you know, playing San Francisco as a physical game, that was a great game. Um, the Bills have four extra days off. Let's not forget that. Right. It's a home game. It's going to be a rabid environment in right. Orchard Park. And you're getting six points. And now here's the thing about the Bills now. Everyone talks about their defense. The offense is hitting their stride. And I'll give full marks to the coaching staff that brought has brought uh, Josh Allen along. Now, if Josh if Josh Allen was was drafted by the Rex Ryan regime, he would have ended up in in the dumpster. Okay, they, the, the, this coaching staff knows how to bring him along. Uh, they they've supplied some some more weapons. Uh, John Brown Beasley's working out. They completely revamped the offensive line. See, I expect the Bills to score this week. Listen, uh, there's no to... doubt that they're ripe for the picking right now. This is their. This is a great chance for them to pull it off. Uh, I think they'll be in that game uh, without a doubt. And I think the Ravens, uh, I agree with you. Uh, they, they just had a brutal game. They won. Uh, everything about it was brutal. The weather, everything. They were guys changing uniforms at halftime and everything else. They were soaking wet, freezing. I won't be surprised half of them get sick this week because of it. And then they got to go play that team in Buffalo. Have a nice day. That's going to be their worst nightmare. So, but let's calm down on. I mean, literally, you get. Uh, all right, I get it. You know, you've given them A plus grades in every department in the franchise. Thank you. Congratulations. I mean, that was getting a little cheesy for me. I mean, Jesus Christ, what is their food better tasting too? Honestly, calm down. You know, you're nine and three. Go win the Super Bowl then, if you're so goddamn good. Okay, slow down. I like that six, five and a half, whatever it is. They got a shot. I think they can win the game. I do, but. 
you know, let's not, uh, you know, you already got uh, McDermott going into Canton. He's Lombardi, it sounds like, the what you're giving me. But I think they're a really good team. I don't know how many times I can say it. Can I say it enough? I mean, I've said it 5,000 times. I like them. I like betting on them. I bet on them on Thursday. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. All right, so uh, four weeks left in pro football now. Bowl season's upon us. This is when it matters the most. Get on PharrellOnTheBench.com. Everybody's doing it. They just won't admit it. Killer picks. NBA, college rack, NHL, boxing, MMA. You get it all. Incredible price. Even better results. Hidden games left and right. PharrellOnTheBench.com. Sign up today. Hide the money from your wife. Hit the Seahawks tonight and the minus three. Double Cover. So, 855-212-4CBS to get on the bench. Carver High, what's the difference between, uh, what is, like, the FA Cup? Like, that's a huge thing over there for all these teams. What is that compared to, like, I know the, because uh, I, I the, the Euro 2020 draw in the summer, next summer, is amazing. That's like a mini World Cup at, at the halfway point, right? Correct. They do that every two years? Yeah. And then, what is the FA Cup? That's just a, a competition with every every team in England is in it. So every From team all in the leagues, and they and it's like six rounds, seven rounds. What is it? Yeah, because they, it starts with the lower teams, and if you know the the Premier League teams don't jump in until the third or fourth round. So so this is the third round. Yeah, the, the third Premier round League draw. teams are starts starts to get in now. So Liverpool. Uh, so. Uh, They've drawn Everton at Anfield in the third round. And then Man City has Port Vale. Man U travels to Wolverhampton. I was looking at some of these uh, games. Leeds are at Arsenal against the Gunners. Uh, there's great games, right? It's a big, yeah, it's a big deal. Always good. It's a big deal. But what did you think when I say the Euro? That Those are really good, those draws. Groups are always massive. Euro, that's, you know, it's less teams in the World Cup, and it's the best teams in Europe. So It's so, just all Europe. Yeah, all the so teams in Europe. Italy, Wales, Turkey, Switzerland, Group A. Italy's always good, pretty much in soccer, aren't they? And then Group B, Belgium, Denmark, Russia, and Finland. Group C, Netherlands, Ukraine, uh, Kosovo, if they qualify. And then Austria. And then Group D, England, Croatia, Norway, if they qualify. And the, and the Czechs. And then Group E, Spain, uh, Poland, Sweden, and Bosnia, Herzegovina, if they qualify. Group F, France, Germany, Portugal, Romania, if they qualify. Didn't you say your Irish, uh, Ireland has to qualify? Yeah, they play Bosnia. Oh, they're the ones playing Bosnia. Yeah, the, the playoff for the Euro is it's four teams in each thing, and they it's uh, like a mini tournament. So Ireland would play Bosnia, and I think the other game in their bracket is Northern Ireland against somebody else. So you could get Ireland versus Northern Ireland for a spot in the Euro. So it's like a semifinal. Right, and then the winner of those. And it's a one win, winner take all, each one of them. not two legs. It's one win, and you move one on. One leg. Yeah. Two legs is when there's a, a, the a home and home, yeah. Home and home with the total. The, yeah, this is just one game. With the accrued goals. So the Ireland's got to go to Bosnia in March for that playoff. So they're playing them at Bosnia. Yeah. It's no joke. Yeah, it's a tough game. They put themselves there. That's how they performed. That sounds like fun, though. That's this summer? Uh, Euro this summer. That's going to be great. Yeah, Euro is always great. And, and are all those games on TV? Yeah. I can't get enough of that. So that, you know what that does? Uh, it, you know what that is? That's the elixir for crappy, boring baseball games, right? Yeah, I mean, most of those games take place in the morning, but you can you get an afternoon, three o'clock, something like that is usually the latest game. Like, oh, so they're all like morning the games, like Saturday morning when I watch. Right for the Euro, they'll probably be like a 
you know, a 7.30 a.m., 11 a.m., 11, and then 3 two. in the afternoon, 2, 3 in the afternoon. Right. Mike in Baltimore, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, uh, I, I heard y'all uh, hating on the Ravens, uh, wanting them to lose the Buffalo. No, no, um, well, we're not hating on the Ravens. We're saying, yeah. yeah, whatever, night. I hope it was worth waiting in uh, in line for an hour to, ha- like, get smart with me. I never said that, so get your facts straight before you call in here acting all tough. Travis in Wisconsin. Pharrell, can I get a Dos Equis? Get him a Dos Equis. I think the Ravens are the best team in the NFL. Is that enough for you, fatso? Honestly, like, they're the best team in the NFL. I, I never said anything. I said, it, all I said was, there is a chance for sure that they are going to sleepwalk into that game in Buffalo, like that uh, coming off of that Niner game. That's all I said. You took it another way because you're, you know, stubborn ass, know-it-all. Like, we're never going to lose a game. You're listening to Earl Thomas too much. That's what I, that's what I think. So, screw you. Travis, go ahead. Hey, man, I'm a truck driver in Wisconsin. I listen to you all the time. Who does it? Uh, I know you're a hoops guy. I'm wondering how you feel about the Bucks this year. Do you think they can pull it out in the East? I'll hang up and listen. Well, I think that obviously uh, they're going to be there again, and that'll be that, right? I mean, what else can you say? They're, you know, obviously one of the best teams in basketball, so uh, they'll be there in the end uh, in either the Eastern Semis or the Eastern Conference Final. And if they win, they'll go to the NBA Finals. And if they lose, like they did last year, that'll be that, the end of them, right? Because that's what happens. They'll either get it done or they won't. So I know how you like to, like, put them in there already, right? It's not even, what is it, December 2nd or something, December 3rd, and you got them already in the finals. Isn't that what they did last year? Everybody had them scratched into the finals. It was a done deal, right? Because you had the Greek freak. It was automatic, right? How'd that work out for you? You guys got to play the whole season, man. I don't know what's wrong with you people. Honestly. It's it's seriously. What do you mean, you people? Well, everybody wants to see what's happening in the beginning of the season. Just say that's going to happen the whole year. The Clippers and Lakers are winning. It's going to be them in the West, the Bucks in the East. They're going to roll through everybody. It's automatic. There is one thing, though, from what you've seen the Bucks early that's really scary, and that's I'll give you the numbers for tonight. Three for four. The Greek freak is hitting threes, not just shooting them, but hitting them now. And he's doing LeBron did, where early in his career, just driving right through everybody was just so much physically better that he would just go right by you to the basket, and then eventually you start to play him differently, and he says, okay, i got to learn how to shoot. He's doing it already, and that's what gets scary. When this guy starts hitting threes, yeah. adds that to his game, makes him even more dangerous. He's got the whole uh, full meal deal. He, he can do anything on a basketball court. There's no denying it. And, you know, uh, it's always nice when you have to play the Knicks on a Monday night, right? Look, the, the NBA regular season, when you're a team as good as the Bucks, the Lakers, the Clippers, all these teams – this doesn't matter, okay? None of this matters. You're When you're this good, you're judged when it counts. When we get to May, when we get to June, when we get to real playoff basketball. You were the best team in the East last year. You lost to Toronto, right? Regular season, they were the best team in the East. They were the best team in the NBA, weren't they? Didn't they have the most best wins team. in the NBA last and, year? And again, they lost. And again, they have the best record so, in the NBA. They could possibly again, because they play in the East, have the best record in the NBA again this year. And you want to know what it'll matter if they lose in the East Finals again? Zero. Okay? So what's going to matter is, this is just real talk. When you Reality. get there, when you get there, you have to win. You didn't win last year. 
Now you have to get back, all the way back to that same point, and, and this time you have to get it done. So Milwaukee, Toronto, Boston, and Philly are, you know, and Miami's ahead of them right now. Miami's, you know, at the three spot ahead of Boston and and Philly, but literally they all have like the same records, right? So it's it's a three-way tie almost, three, four, and five. I don't believe that. Uh, do you really believe the Miami Heat are going to be left standing? I don't. No, there's four teams. This is just Milwaukee, Toronto, Boston, and Philly. It's just like last year. It's the same four teams. That's it. That's it. And, and all then, and all these teams have this year. And then next year, if KD's healthy and Kyrie's, you know, you throw the Nets into the mix, right? You're going to have to when Durant's healthy. And who do you believe are the West? Lakers. Right now, it's Lakers, Nuggets, Lakers, Clippers, Mavericks. West has a lot of good teams. But you, it could just as easily be the Rockets in there. But the West playoffs are are an absolute, you know, gauntlet because all eight teams are going to be good. Do you think Dallas has enough with uh, Doncic and Porzingis to hang with Houston and Denver and the Clippers? No. Yeah, I think they'll fade at some point, and it'll be the Lakers, Nuggets, Clippers, and Rockets. But there's no easy outs in the West. There just isn't. There's no easy outs. All those teams, maybe whoever comes in eighth, whatever. But they're all gonna have. They're all gonna be good teams. Whereas in the East, you know, like we saw in the first round last year, you know, those four teams are gonna have. They're gonna be in the think, second round. Uh, do you think the Ravens will win the Western Conference in the NBA? I mean, I don't know. They, they didn't, didn't cover against didn't, the Niners. Didn't give them any respect. So they didn't cover. I don't care if you win. Do you cover? That's all I care about. Money. Joel in Seattle. How you doing, Pharrell? You got any uh, Patron? Maybe a Corona back? We definitely have Patron, and we definitely have beer. We have all of that in the Pharrell Pub. Check out. Ooh. So I'd, I'd love to talk about the Seahawks, but uh, I want to talk about the Seahawks' defensive line against the Niners. Did you see what they did to Garofalo? What do you think about that? And I'll, I'll let you go on that. All right, well, yeah. I, I really don't want to talk about games from a month ago. Uh, but tonight you played a game and you won. That's kind of where we're at. And so you want to go back in time and you've already – it's like the other guy. He conquered, They conquered the world already, Seattle, right? So when you won that game on in early November, so that's a done deal, you've already won the Super Bowl? <laughs> I mean, all these guys call me up that it's all done deal and everything's in the bag and it's a, it's a given. I mean – like I said, anyone that doesn't think the Niners could have won that game yesterday and the driving rain in Baltimore is, is high, okay? So that was a great game. You better uh, hope it's pouring down rain and they get a snowstorm in Miami if they play them in the Super Bowl because if it's dry and nice that night, you're going to have a problem on your hands because that team's just as exciting as your team. Did that game not make that abundantly clear yesterday? I thought it did. That was the best game I've seen all year in the pouring rain. That was two really good teams going at it, right? Two but, very but, good, even teams. But I, I haven't heard anyone from Baltimore respect them at all. They just think everything's so easy. It's just a walk in the park. I won't deny that uh, Lamar Jackson's the most exciting player in the NFL. And uh, there, there's really no stopping him. Fair enough. But the rest of the team, you know, I don't think they're that unstoppable. I just think they're, they're winning. They're having a great year. And it is what it is. Let's see if they can, you know, seal the deal. Let's see if they can close the deal. Rick in Baltimore. Hey, Pharrell. How you doing, Mr. Pharrell? Hey. I'm, I'm going to have another a different take on this. I'm a football fan. I'm a Ravens fan, okay? Now, they already have the people in town. It's mass hysteria about the Super Bowl. I don't want to hear all that, you know? That was a damn good game yesterday. 
I enjoyed it thoroughly. Sure, I want my team to win, you know? Right. But all this stuff, it's going too fast, brother. It's going too fast. Eventually, yeah, they will be stopped. But this picking this stuff, and you, you know, it's just driving me nuts, brother. We'll see if they can, you know, handle it. I mean, the bottom line is they've handled everything else. They've won every game. All these games matter because they're going to have home field. Mm-hmm. They're the best team in the AFC. They beat the Patriots. Now they got to go do it in January. I mean, it just does not matter winning all these games, if you ask me, in November and December, other than getting home field. That's what that's what it's about. So you got home field. Congratulations. Now you go win the games, the divisional semi in the AFC Championship. You're in the Super Bowl in Miami. That's the deal. You got to get it done, though, in January. You got to win those games. You know, you get in a tight game. Anything could happen. He could have missed the field goal, and they could have lost in overtime. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.